Amen. Um, Judah is a great baseball player for his age. Um, phenomenal, just natural. I, I remember he was like, as soon as he could stand, we had a little tyke. Y'all know little tyke, right? Like the plastic goals and basketball and all bats and stuff. And, um, as soon as he could stand, he, he, was, he was hitting it across the living room. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, this boy is a natural. And um, so we always purposed for him to be in T-ball when he was old enough. And we got him in T-ball. And he did great at T-ball. Other teams feared him. Like, other, they got on defense. Coaches were like, back up, back up. He's like a great hitter. And literally, this kid would hit it all the way past second base. And um, so much so to where the team that he plays for now, the coach recruited him. <laughs> and, um, and he told the team at the end of last season that Judah was his, is his first ever recruit. And so um, now we track all the way down to MoCo to be a part of that team. Um, but this season, Judah's been struggling at bat, as most great people do. Um, everyone's not consistent great all the time. That's what makes you great. You have down seasons. You're human. You have downtime. And um, he started out the first two games struggling, man. I mean, he's, he's at bat and his form is there. His elbow's up, back straight. He's following through. Don't hit the table. So he's going straight across. All these baseball terms that you guys don't really care about. Um, go across the table and, and he's hitting it, but it's he, he's it's, it's a bounce and it's to the pitcher and the pitcher throws it to first and it gets him out. And or he'll hit it, and he'll hit it straight to the first baseman. So the first baseman gets it and tags first before he gets there. And I'm like, man, what's, what's going on? And, you know, he's, he's sick, so you don't want to get mad with him. But it's like, boy, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Just tighten up. I spent all this money to be out here. Um, you know, the hood come out of me a little bit. You know what I mean? I forget I'm in MoCo, you know. Sorry, Judah, you got to tighten up now. So, um... <laughs> Give y'all. It's too early for that. Okay. Um, 12.30. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, you know, so I am. I'm like, man, what's going on? And so I reached out to his, um, to his coach, and I'm like, you know, I go, I go down my laundry list of things it could be, and, and he sends back his laundry list of things. And he says, maybe it's his bat size. It could be his stance, his form, his follow-through. I mean, just this laundry list of just great information. So he says, I encourage you to go and buy him a new bat. So do a 27 inch drop 11. And so we went to the sporting goods store and he did a few practice swings before we spent all this money on the bat and we found the perfect bat. So uh, he has a game. He had a game last Monday. We went, he lines up at bat and hits the first one, gets on base. Great. Base hit. Bat second time. Second one. Bam. Great. Base hit. Third one, he's back in Judah form. Get that elbow up, praise the Lord. Someone said, praise the Lord. You know what I'm saying, mama, praise the Lord. He hits it. He goes past second base, and he hits a triple. And four, fourth time at bat, he hits it. Goes past second base again. I wish I had the videos. He hits it and goes past first base, and it's triple. So he went five for five, and, and um, it was an amazing, an ama come on, we can put our hands together for that. It was amazing. But um, I think what the bridge was there between where he was and where we knew he could be was wise counsel. Someone say wise counsel. Wise counsel. Reached out to his coach 
And his coach, because he loves the game, sends back a, a laundry list of things that it could be. And we follow that course of action. And as a result of following the coach's counsel, we get the results that we want. And I think that we all want to improve, correct? Show of hands, you want to improve. We all want to improve our health, our, our walk with the Lord, our, our finances, our relationships. And I think in the, in the process of improving or of taking that journey, we all run into some hindrances, um, some barriers, some limitations, and uh, rightfully so. Uh, maybe there's a dream on your heart for new business or something, and you've gotten so far, and now the question is, what do I do now, right? Or maybe, um, uh, you know, you, you've been on a financial journey, and you just continue to hit, hit a ceiling, and it's like, well, where do I go from now? You know, the demand on my finances is more than I'm bringing in. What do I do now? You know what I mean? And so, um, and, and the answer is wise counsel. As a matter of fact, I've come to find this out. Go ahead and write this down. That the solution, here it is, the solution to most of our limitations is wise counsel. Wow. To most. There, there are just some things you need God to show up in. Like supernatural, do something new, make it happen. But for the most part, it is wise counsel. If you're limited right now or you're hindered or you're at a place where you feel as though you can't get over there's a great chance that you're lacking some wisdom and um, you need it from another party outside of yourself. Um, and so um, let, let's, let's get some definition here, though. All right, let's define wise. Y'all ready? Someone say wise. Someone say wisdom. Let's define wise. All right, wise is defined as this. It, it, to be wise is to understand the best way forward. The best way forward. There are different ways, right, in this situation, but is this the best way forward for our marriage? Is this the best way? Should we continue to deal with our finances like this? Is this the best way forward at this job, right? Wise. Or it's the perspective of Christ for the situation. That's the ultimate wisdom. It's the perspective of Christ himself and you can access that. And that's why you have the Holy Spirit, God in your heart. And that's why you have the word of God. But it's the perspective of Jesus in this particular situation. And, and that's the best wisdom. Let, let's, and, and wisdom is a big deal to God. It's a big deal to God. He, he wrote a whole book on it called Proverbs. Someone say Proverbs. 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 And um, the word wisdom or wise was mentioned over 125 times in the book of Proverbs. And so, so next week, we're going to deal with the 2.0 of wise counsel, the benefits of wise counsel. And we're going to have a whole lot of Proverbs. And I can't wait to get to next week, but this is going to set us up for next week as we end the series next week. But it's a big deal to God. There's a chapter devoted to wisdom. Um, chapter 8 of Proverbs, wisdom says that I was there and I accompanied him when he created the boundaries of the world. I was the one that he utilized when he created the boundaries of the day, when, when he created the water and the sky, and, and, and I was there. I was his delight. I was the love of, of who he was. I, wisdom, call out every morning to the simple. He said, I, the, the, the spirit of wisdom, which is the Holy Spirit, was there in the beginning as God's architect, building the universe, building the world. 
It's a big deal to God. And I've come to find out that it really doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter your age, your socioeconomic status. It tr- honestly, it doesn't matter where you start or where you are right now. If you have wisdom, if you got wisdom, and if you give yourself some time, you, you, can, you can live out the dreams that God has placed on your heart. So let's define counsel. Someone say counsel. Counsel. Here it is. Counsel is to give clear direction. Clear direction. So let's put it together. Wise counsel is to give clear direction on the best way forward. It's that simple. Wise counsel. Keep in mind that the solution to most of our limitations is wise counsel. The solution is this, is, is, is for someone to give you clear direction on the best way forward. This is applicable to every area of your life. That's why I love the way that Jesus taught. He never really hit anything specific if you read the Gospels. He, he threw out a kind of like a general idea because it's applicable to all of life. Wise counsel. All right. But in order to improve or to because this series is called Hi, My Name is Stuart. You remember week one financial advice. God, God owns everything. He is the source. So let's bring us back. Um, so anything we have is a resource, right? Our money, our homes, our kids, our spouses, our jobs. It all belongs to him. our strength, our breath, our bodies. It all belongs to him. So, so one of the ways that we increase or improve those things is to, to get some wise counsel. So in order to continue, here it is, follow me. The first thing I have to admit, and I, I got to humble myself a little bit. I got I to gotta, I gotta practice some humility. We may do a series next year, next year called Low Pro. Low Pro means keep a low profile. Stop trying to be out there before your time. That's how your potential dies and all that. But low pro, keep, keep it low. Be unseen. Kill it in the unseen. And then just slap them in their face. When, where'd, they, where'd they come from? Well, I've been doing this. I've been doing this. I ain't see you. Oh, yeah, good. I'm low pro. Have hats and shirts and all that. Low pro. Someone say low pro. I love it. Got something going on there. Now I got to study and work it out, do all the hard work. Anyway, got to humble myself. In order to continue to improve, number one, I have to admit this. Number one, I don't know it all. I don't know it all. I got to just humble myself. We know you're great. You're the love of your mom's life. You're cute. You came out handsome, beautiful, gorgeous, all that. You can't do wrong in someone's sight in this world. But we don't know it all. I don't know it all. And there's a lot of protection in that and, 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 and saying, I, I don't know it all and I need some help. Right. I, I, I don't know it all when it comes to leadership. I don't know it all when it comes to finances. I don't know how to break this addiction. I, I don't know it all. Right. And, and so number two is this is this is the next thought. If we're going to continue to improve or increase what God has given us, it is this understanding that there are people who are better than who are better and further along than me. There are other people who are better than and further along than me. In this exact same area that I'm struggling with. 
And those are the individuals, those types are the ones I need to counsel me. I'm not the end all be all. I want to increase, I want to improve, I want to move to the next level. But I have to first admit, I don't know it all. And then there's someone out there who's better and further. And watch this, they may even be younger. You know what I mean? Like, I know this for a fact. Someone can be a 65-year-old Christian. It doesn't mean they're more mature than a 30-year-old Christian. Right? So what, what we got to learn to do is submit. Yo, we don't like that word. We got to learn to submit, which simply means, let me lighten it up, to go through. That's all submit means. It doesn't mean. It, we got to learn to go through people who are better and further along than we are. Because God puts them in our lives, watch this, to move us forward. Can we, that's good, right? I want to give you seven ways to access wise counsel. All right, if you're going to increase everything that the Lord has given you, let me give you seven ways to access. Number one, seek wise counsel. Seek it. Got to look for it. I used to carry this mentality that no one cares. No one cares. No one's looking for me. No one wants to pour into me. No one wants to develop me. No one wants to disciple me. You know, when we started the church, very organic process, had some connections, but no one wants to be my spiritual father. No one, no one wants to be, a, you know, our spiritual mother. No one, no one, no one. And the Holy Spirit challenged me. He said, um, I need you to kill that mentality. And what you got to do is you got to humble yourself and start to seek out the help. So you got, you got to seek it. Get past the idea that no one cares. Wow, come on. Come on. And make a move. Seek some counsel. Seek some training. Seek some development. Seek it. Seek it out. Get past that no one cares. And I want to encourage you, make it a seasonal rhythm of your life. Seasonal rhythm. PK and I, we leave this state at least three or four times a year, and we're going and we're seeking counsel. We're getting under another couple. How did you guys, how's your marriage been 30 years strong? Like, give us some of that good stuff. How, how did that happen? How did the church, you know, get past this point? Uh, how do we stay healthy? How do we keep having fun? How do, we, how do we stay in love with each other? We leave three or four times a year seeking counsel. And, and as we've sought that counsel consistently, now we have some relationships forming with these people. We're getting a little bit more intimate. We're getting into their space. And now it's more than just counsel, but it's become a relationship. And now at the drop of a dime, we can just shoot a text. But you got to kill that mentality that no one cares. It is, it is your responsibility to go and find some leadership and some counsel for your life. Because nine times out of ten, if they're great, they're busy. But, uh, but initiate, initiate it and allow them to make room for you. If you don't initiate it, you'll, you'll stay with the victim mentality. No one cares. But, but you got, you got you to take some, some steps of faith and initiate the connection. Number two, have an open mind and uh, open heart and mind. Have an open heart and a mind about this area of accessing wise counsel. Proverbs 25, 12 says this, a warning given by an experienced, someone say experienced, person to someone willing, someone say willing, that is so important, 
to someone willing to listen is more valuable than gold rings or jewelry made of the finest gold. Willing. I believe that God has surrounded you with people who can push you forward and and inform you and give you clarity and and develop you and and make you stronger. But the question is, here it is, y'all being distracted. Who am I? The question is, is are you willing? Are you willing? That's one one major part of our culture at uh, Highlight Church is feedback. Someone say feedback. Our leaders know this to be true, right? Right. It's feedback. What do we do? We expect feedback and we accept feedback. So what I want to encourage you as you go out there in the world, because God's going to put people in your life to move you forward. I want to encourage you to trust their challenge. Have an open mind and an open heart. Whenever you go and get wise counsel, you got to trust that your paradigm is going to be shifted. Because you've been going at it for so long a certain way, and that's not working. So you can't come into the relationship thinking with a closed mind and closed heart, thinking that they're just going to make your dysfunction better. No, they're going to do some surgery on your dysfunctional thinking. They're going to challenge it. They're going to change. We can come on, put your hands together for this. This is good teaching. Y'all pay 600 bucks for this stuff at a John Maxwell conference. Open mind, open heart. It's going to be challenged. Well, here's my finances. They're going to be like, um, can I give you some input? No. It's like, well, what are you paying me for? <laughs> open mind, open heart. Trust the challenge. Have an open mind, open heart. For my superheroes out there, if I come by you and I say, hey, trash on the floor, did we not? See that? You got two decisions. You can either do that or you can do this. Right? But I'm trying to build something in you outside of the four walls of the church that's going to cause you to move forward in your life in every day of your life. Mm, trust the challenge. Here it is. And be willing. Write this down. Be willing to think differently. I'm so afraid. I'm 34 right now, Lord. And I ask the Lord every day. I don't want to be an old dog that you can't teach a new trick to. I'm, I'm trying to stay fresh in my thinking. Be willing to think differently. When you have an open mind and an open heart, your posture is, is this. It's is that this is a growth opportunity. They're not criticizing me. They're not killing me. They're not beating me down. This is an opportunity to go at it a different way and to grow a little bit. Number three, this is so important, ask the right questions. This is important. You get some powerful people around you, wise people. I want to encourage you to learn to ask the right questions. It says this in Proverbs 20, verse 5. Though good advice lies deep within the heart. Here it is. A person with understanding will draw it out. You like that? A lot of times we'll get around amazing, brilliant people and we'll leave the meeting and we'll say, well, I did the thing pastor told me to do, but I didn't get nothing out of it. 
because you didn't, you didn't ask the right questions. You didn't, you didn't draw out of them the specific thing that you needed in order for them to hit the core of the matter to move you forward. And let me encourage you with this. Next time you meet with someone and you seek wise counsel, here it is. This is golden. This is golden. Here it is. Don't ask them, how did you do it? Don't ask them, how did you get over financial distress? How did, don't ask them how. Don't, don't ask them how. We got to stop. We got to stop seeking a strategy because their specific strategy was what God gave them. This is what you got to ask them. This is what you got to ask them. What was your mentality? What are some books you read? Here it is. What was some podcast you listened to? Because the book is going to speak differently to you. The podcast is going to speak differently to you. You got to learn to ask the right questions so that you would get the gold out of it. Here it is. Ask this question. What would you do if you were in my shoes? That's how you get it out, Sam. That's how you get it out. Uh Oh, I love this one. Ask this one. Who do you know that I need to know? Because they know someone that helped them. And you need access to that person. Is that good? Ask Ask the right questions. Number four, here it is. Take the meat, leave the bones. Fourth way to access wise counsel. Take the meat, leave the bones. I remember right before um, signing the lease to get into this building, at three, uh, three of my mentors I reached out to, two were, in, two were in favor, like favor, favor of us moving into this building. And um, their advice was amazing. They shared all the pros behind it and all that. And then... The one that I respect, well, I respect all of them highly, but the one I, I really, really look up to, uh, his was the most challenging conversation. I guess that's what makes him so, so great, right? Because <laughs> his wasn't all that, it's going to be great. He was like, if, I ever, if we ever had a roof leak at our building, it cost me $70,000. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And he said, you got to consider some things. So two out of the three were in favor. And what I did was I prayed and I asked the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? Because when you get counsel, you can't depend on every word from that person and think, man, like you're not you're not like hitting the spot. You got to take the meat that applies to your specific situation and, and then leave, you know, leave the bones. It's just, it's just an important point, okay? Number five, here it is. Consider professional counseling. Consider it. Proverbs 15, says this. Plans fail for lack. Someone say lack of counsel. All right, so let's stop. You got plans? Show of hands. You got big plans? Big plans? If there's a lack of counsel, they're going to fail. That's God's word. If there's a lack of counsel, they're going to fail. But with many advisors, someone say many, they succeed. Many. Consider professional counseling. This is why this is important. This is why this verse is here in the Bible. It's because God has gifted people with the ability to give you clear direction in every area of your life. 
He's gifted them. He's graced them. They understand it. They're professionals. They have a different level of wisdom. That they just they get marriages on a different level. Um, 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 we got some babies in here. There's a certain type of part about marriage. You got people that are graced for that because that could be a struggle, that specific area of the marriage. You got people graced for that. You got people graced for finances. You got people graced for business. And, and, and you need someone in every area because you, you may come to your pastor and say, well, these are my problems, A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And me and PK, we're going to look at you and be like, and some of y'all know this. We cannot help you in that area. We can help you in your spiritual walk. We can walk with you through some things, but we are not graced to help you beyond this point. And so you need spiritual counsel. You need health counsel. You need financial counsel. You need relationship counsel. You need business counsel. Come on. You need all. You need it all. You need it all. Because God has specifically gifted people for you to move forward. And you just, you just got to, I don't know it all. Be willing to make some room in your budget and, and get the help. Get the help that, that you need. It's biblical. Number six, here it is. Apply it. That's how you access the value of it. Apply it. Put it into practice. Put it, put it into practice. Here it is. Do what they told you to do. Take the step of faith. And do what you've been told. This is, what I, this is what's true about the word of God. Here it is. Watch me. I will say 80% of God's blessings come on the back end of obedience. Here it is, though. It is instruction, application, then improvement. It's the word. It's obedience, then increase. It's the same thing with any human God grace counsel. You get counsel, you obey it, you work it, and you start to, to see the change. Apply it. That's where the gold is. So, so, so you don't get hired because of your resume. You, you don't get hired because you have a master's or a PhD. You don't get paid because you have those things. You get paid because you apply what you know. I'm not going to, wait, wait, I'm not going to get too deep. We're going to keep it real simple because this stuff is extremely profound. And a lot of us, we will, will go in this circle. And it's like, have you done that? No. Have you done that? No. Did you do that? No. Did you do that? We're two years in here. No. Did you do that? No. Did you do that? Yes. Are you doing that? Yes. Are you doing that? Yes. Do you see that? You move forward. You just apply it. You know, it, it's, it's simple. And then, and then here it is. Last one. Last one. Y'all ready? Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Man. I remember prior to Christ... Most could say I was, a, I was a good person. I was a good, good person, good person, great heart. But I was being led and informed by the wisdom of the world. There's a worldly wisdom, 
and there's the wisdom of heaven. And, and the wisdom of the world, the wisdom of the world kept leading me to a dead end. I mean, with, with every area, dead end. And then you get to this place where you, you stop, um, you, you want to stop playing with God. You want to stop playing with the Lord. And you yield and you give your life to God through accepting the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Right? Christ came and shed his blood on the cross so that our sins would be forgiven. All that good stuff. And I remember October of 2006, giving my life to God through faith in Christ. And it was in that moment where I received the Holy Spirit. It's in that moment when you accept Christ where you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of us in here have the Holy Spirit. So we can say, number one, receive the gift. But in order to access heaven's wisdom, you got to yield to the Holy Spirit every day. Every day. And what I've come to find out is that there's not only salvation for your soul as it pertains to eternity, but there's the wisdom of heaven for your life today. And, and he, has, he has a wisdom. Jason, come on and close me out. He has a wisdom. Here it is. For, for your, here it is because we care about these things. For your finances. He has a wisdom for your relationships. He has a wisdom for every level of your struggle, the Holy Spirit. He has a wisdom for your future. Jesus says that I'm going to send the counselor and he's going to guide you in all truth. There's a truth for your life that only comes from yielding to the Holy Spirit. And I, I remember, y'all have heard the story before, most of you. When, when I received the Holy Spirit, and it doesn't happen like this all the time. We got some theologies, some doctrines out there that say, you know, you got to speak in tongues and you got to fall out. You ain't got to do all that, okay? But when I, when, I, when I received the Holy Spirit, I couldn't stop crying on the way to the car. Couldn't stop crying. It was, it was a real, genuine, um, reborn experience is what Jesus calls it. A nothing, it means to be born from above. And my, my, Kevin was with me, my, my best friend in Boston. He'll tell you, I was crying like a baby on the way to the car. And I, I, I just knew then that even if I wanted to go back to the world's wisdom, I couldn't. I couldn't. Because in that moment, I fell in love with the Holy Spirit. And, and at that point, I wanted him to guide me. And with, within a year's time, the quality of every area of my life, along with challenges, along with struggles, but the quality of every area of my life began to improve. So you got to receive the gift of salvation. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then on a daily basis, yield to him. And the reason you got to yield is because God is a God of peace. So God doesn't force you to do anything. 
he whispers, he, he encourages. The devil yells. The devil, don't go to church and cuss out your boss and do this and comment that. The devil does all that. The Holy Spirit is very peaceful and gentle. But, but as you yield, I love what Romans 8 says here. Wisdom. Mm. Romans 8 says this, verse 6. If our minds are ruled by our desires, we will die. If our minds, if our are ruled by our desires, we will, here it is, come to dead ends. We will continue to hit dead ends. And what, also what we'll do, before you read the rest of the verse, this is an amazing verse. Also what we'll do is we'll continue to struggle and be annoyed and irritated and weighty because we haven't yielded. But if our minds are ruled by the Spirit, we will have life and peace. The word there for life is zoe, and it means life to the fullest. And God's will for you is a full life and peace. So as your pastor, it is my heart for you to, to access wisdom. There's a better way than how you're going about it. There's a better way in areas of my life than how I'm going about it. I was telling my wife that the other day we were driving. I said, I, I'm going to reach out to these two guys over the next two or three weeks because I, I need their input on this. They're 30, 20 years my senior And I know they've been here before, and I need this wisdom. I'm not going to try to figure this out. This is too tiring. We just got to yield to the people that the Lord puts in our lives. And we got to yield to the Holy Spirit, the gift that he's given us in our heart when he saved our souls. The Bible says the Holy Spirit has sealed you into the day of redemption. Until he comes back, he sealed you. So, So if he wants to take you to heaven... You can certainly trust him Monday through Friday. Yield so that you can have life and peace. If you've been blessed by this word, put your hands together. Come on. Hallelujah.